BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Let the word go forth. Fool me once. Are you fired up? I'm not a crook. Are you ready to go? Shame on, shame on you. <laughs> it's Abe Lincoln's Top Hat, hosted by Ben Kissel. Boom, you can't get fooled again. Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel here, hanging out with Travis Irvine. Oh, hey, Ben. And Fernando. Oh, hello, Ben. Thank you all so much for listening. Hope you're doing well out there. We have another fantastic episode for you. We're going to discuss immigration in just a bit. Believe it or not, it's on the Texas border. Really? Yes, there's a bit of debate on what is the best way to handle the immigrant crisis. And believe it or not, certain people, specifically Chip Roy, Uh-oh. the Texas senator, has an idea that I believe is absolutely horrible. <laughs> Fernando's going to give us a little insight on why it's so bad a little bit later on in the episode. Also, we'll have some Donald Trump talk and maybe some Santos talk, but whatever. <laughs> All of that stuff is just Bad on the stake because mm-hmm. we've got to get to the meat of the issues here. Mm-hmm. The biggest issue is facing the country. Nay, I say the world is war. War. What is it good for, Travis? Money. Absolutely money. Yep. And there's going to be a lot of money exchanging hands via weapons in the upcoming future, a.k.a. the present. As we discussed, Alexa. Mm. <laughs> Not just a hot chick who dances a spearmint rhino. She also predicted <laughs> the end or the beginning, rather, of World War Three, which That's could be right. the end of the world as we know it. The prediction was for November 23rd, 2023. So let's just go through what's been happening. What transpired this past week is it potentially leading to something that AI has predicted. Number one, as we talked about on last episode, thousands of workers are being laid off by companies that are making record profits. Well, well, they might be able to land a job somewhere. I wonder where. (laughs) That somewhere is the NSA. The National Security Agency is looking hard for new employees, almost as if they want to expand as if there might be something large coming right around the corner. Mm. So what's happening now is the NSA has begun privately reaching out to big tech employees over LinkedIn, and they are saying, are you letting a bunch of people off over there at Amazon and Meta who are bleeding tens of thousands of skilled workers? The NSA says, we'll take them. Do they have no morals, no soul, Mm. and do they want to spy on what their parents are doing? Boom. 
You're welcome here at the NSA. Well, what is different from what they were already doing, Ben? So if right. I work at well, Meta, if okay. I work at Meta, I'm already tracking what you do. I'm uh-huh. already seeing what grandma posts, what Theo mm-hmm. posts, you know, everybody. Mm-hmm. I go over to NSA. It's the same login. It's right. the same software. Right, right. <laughs> is it have more insight than the NSA does at yeah. that point? Yeah. Isn't that the point, right? That is so funny where they're like, that's a lateral movement. Literally, working at Meta, much, working yeah. at Amazon. The lateral movement would be working for the National Security Agency. Yeah, which one could argue is a massive constitutional violation of our privacy rights. That proves the point that these people are not there just for our own entertainment so we can see clips of dogs eating human food and then burping. (laughs) I do love those clips. They're there because they're spying on us and taking all of our information eventually to use it against us. This is according to Christine Parker. That's right. She's the NSA talent management senior strategist. Of course. They've got a Simon Cowell over there at the NSA. America's next big NSA spy. I can see it on ABC coming this spring. It's the mass singer, except they're already spying on you and they don't sing. Not fun. It's that transferable skills joke. You know how uh, they say Snoop Dogg is a really good sushi sous chef like he can make sushi because he's a good roller it's the same thing you know these are people these are talented people let's utilize (laughs) them ben Mm, i love this snoop dogg sushi restaurant Mm. i gotta just it's marijuana in my teeth i did it wrong so nsa has their own talent scout Mm. and that talent (laughs) scout is christine parker and man you can see the flair that she wears she's looking for the brightest Strangely, also the dullest Mm, and the people who just want to get a paycheck, even if it means interfering in the lives of innocent civilians. So this is what Miss Barker had to say. The NSA started reaching out through LinkedIn, through some of our career boards, specifically sending messages to people that we thought might be linked to some companies that either were in the news saying they're going to lay off or were predicted to be laid off. Yes. And then she goes on, just kind of let them know that we're here and that we have, (laughs) that we have this robust ongoing hiring system. That is such an NSA way to hire people. Like we heard a little inkling, AKA (laughs) we're watching everything right now. (laughs) Mark told us. Decided to ping you on LinkedIn. (laughs) Okay. So apparently again, using LinkedIn, there's also a, a job board called Glassdoor. You know about Glassdoor, right? It mm. sounds like something that uh, celebrities take a shit on <laughs> as a oh. uh, sex person. Okay. Stares and watches them. Well, I love Glassdoor because personally, uh, you can post how much you make on there. So a company can't, ha- it's called Glassdoor because of transparency. Oh. So employees tend to post reviews about companies Great. and they post how much they get paid. I oh, remember I like when that. we were trying to break the glass ceiling and now <laughs> oh, all of yes. a sudden they've created it's glass doors. In it. Yes, that's about it. Glass doors sound nicer than revolving doors, which is another thing that happens between private and public institutions prisons. all the time. Yeah. But mostly is, prisons. This is where the tech, literally all of tech industries hire from. They hire from LinkedIn and they hire from Glassdoor. So this woman, she's a five-star employee for the NSA. She knows what she's doing. She really she's does. just going to the main ones. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, I mean, if you're a predator, where do you go? Chuck, Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, Playground. It's one on one. You want to go watch basketball? You go to the crypto arena. Watch the Lakers play. If you want to watch good basketball, you might go to Milwaukee and watch the Bucks play. Here we go. So they sent messages. Also, they did this st- also at a place called Stack Overflow. 
Mm. So the agency saw yep. nearly 30,000 people clicked on the NSA's overtures. Oh, they're flirting. <laughs> and about 2,000 people applied. So out of the 30,000 people that clicked, mm. only 2,000 were like, yeah, I think I could square this. I think I can circle this square here and uh, mm -hmm. no problems. I can sit there and snoop. The NSA is currently hiring 3,000 new employees to work across the country from wow. the D.C. area all the way to Alaska because hmm. I want wow. the Alaskan bush people <laughs> knowing exactly how long my bush hairs are. <laughs> also, Colorado, Georgia, Hawaii, Texas, and Utah, according to Molly Moore, the NSA Deputy Director of Workforce Support Activities. What a boring two women that we just talked about. <laughs> Can you imagine their horrible lives? I remember I mean, when I worked at News Corps and you had to go down on the second floor and that's where HR is. Mm. And those people need a little TLC because they're <laughs> trolls and all the lights like flicker. As soon as you get to the second floor at News Corps in, in um, New York City on mm. 6th Avenue, all the lights flicker and everyone like, it reminds me of that uh, iguana in that one cartoon. It starred Johnny Depp. And she has got the big oh. eyes and then she's like, ah, wah, wah. it's like something like Randango, that. Something, something like, like that. that. Mm -hmm. And they're all decrepit and everyone has one thing that's wrong. You'd be like, oh, that looks like a normal <laughs> no. person. But then you realize like their finger, like their six middle fingers. finger, six fingers or their middle <laughs> finger is like three inches longer than all the other fingers. There's always uh, just something. Got an eye patch. And they get off on firing people oh. and scolding people. Yeah. And this is where they get their power. Right. And they have no pictures of their family on their desk. They have a picture of a cat. Oh, yeah. yeah. So the NSA declined to say how much taxpayer money oh. is allotted for the hiring effort. Mm. Again, these people are applying for jobs that we will pay for. Right. Yes. So the total spending of the intelligence community for fiscal year 2022 how much do you think it was? Oh, with a B. Um, yeah, Total be with intelligence a B. community fiscal 2022 spending. Let's see. We've got the. This is only going to increase as World War III approaches. Of course. Well, the Defense Department's already increased exponentially yes. under Joe Biden, a Democrat. And we're at, what, $850 billion on that. So I'm going to say. Well, you can shave it down quite a bit. This is just a No, that's what I'm saying. This yeah. is for the NSA. The for intelligence purposes, I'm going to say, or Irvine estimate, I'm going to say $165 billion. Tack on an extra 20 for those Chinese balloons, and I agree. So we'll 140. You guys would be happy to know they're only wasting 88.9 billion. Oh. And I'm sorry, 89.8 billion. Oh, okay. So, they're so only, we overshot. Yes, you did. So Meta said, <laughs> Meta said in November it's going to get rid of 11,000 workers and it's going to freeze hiring. Amazon said last month it's going to eliminate 18,000 jobs. And Google's parent company said in January it's going to cut 12 thousand positions so we are looking quick math around forty-one thousand people going that the own. nsa is going to be siphoning through to see if they're worthy of working for big tech within this large government miss moore also spent several decades with the nsa says the agency's pitch to big tech workers involves promoting job security hmm. and the opportunity to try different things. Mm. Interestingly enough, she also said that if you are a Farsi linguistic, if you know Farsi, oh, of course. if you oh, can speak why. Farsi, uh, you're going to have a head up. 
Oh, really? Yeah, they're really why. looking for people <laughs> really who can for speak Farsi, but not Chinese Farsi. or or Russian. No, Iranians are just strong enough, but also just weak enough, just big enough, but just small enough for us to have as an enemy. Because then they also don't really mess with our money that much. Oh, mm. it's perfect. It's right, called right, right. a proxy. Yes. Oh, fun. <laughs> so she says we certainly offer stability, and that's what's really kind of front of mind for a lot of people these days <laughs> in the wake of these layoffs. Wow. The spying will never stop. The then. spine doesn't the stop. will never stop. She says, but we offer amazing missions, things that people Ugh. can't do in the private sector companies for the most part. You know, <laughs> watch your is, webcam at home. Or <laughs> and she says, this is not just a job. It's a mission. Ooh, oh, so there wow. you go. You ought to work. Woo. Go work for the NSA. War. What is it good for? That job. It's the government equivalent of, uh, you know how when you start a job and they're like, we're family here over there at the government. It's like, it's our mission. It's yes. our mission. So <laughs> it's no coincidence. Big tech is shedding, oh, even though, again, making record profits, making a lot of money. shedding employees and then the NSA sucking them up as many as they can. Again, if you know a foreign language, Mandarin, Farsi, you have a head up, which tells you exactly what you'll be doing. When you go and work mm. for the NSA, the NSA cyber uh, cyber security director, Rob Joyce, has oh, my God, oh this boy. is crazy, okay. has deployed the slogan of this is so you guys want to know what the NSA slogan is? Oh, I'm ready. For their hiring slogan or just this a is general just the slogan. slogan? This is what this is what we Rob, try to guess. This is what Rob Joyce. It's three words and okay. it is you do you. No, what? that's the what? NSA's official slogan, according <laughs> to its cybersecurity director, mean? Rob Joyce. He says our slogan is you do you. What you do you because we're watching. Because <laughs> we're wa You yes. do you, B. Because <laughs> we're watching. Because we got all eyes on you now. He also said, because they want to hippie up this NSA. They want everyone to be like Bill Walton. It's a dated <laughs> reference, but he was a cool hippie back in the 70s, played basketball. Fun. They said. That they no longer care if you had previous marijuana use. Oh. And they oh. no longer care um, about ongoing drug use. Oh, however. Okay, hold on. I'm sorry. However, ongoing drug use would be unacceptable. Oh. But if, did you get stoned in the past? Okay. Did you inhale? Maybe. You're still fine as long as you are willing to help us blow up all of these different kinds of people. You do you, baby. <laughs> you do you. See, I thought their slogan would be like the opposite of the Ben Kissel campaign slogan. Uh, the NSA slogan is in your womb, in your room, and definitely in your wallet. Absolutely. <laughs> out of your room, out of your wallet, and out of your womb. Yes, that was there the Ben Kissel go. slogan. They flipped it. According to Joyce, this is again Rob Joyce. He says. He seems like a fun guy. This is a quote again. He says. NSA is actually a place that embraces diversity. I love it. And then he says this, quote, I'm definitely down with pink teddy bears. What in the gosh darn hell is it's, he speaking about? I don't know. And I feel like he just sent a message to somebody in yeah, Iran where it's was like, coded. you're going to see something. on." He tweeted this. He says, if you see me say, I'm definitely down with pink teddy bears, that means kill Kill them. <laughs> right. Kill them all. Right, right. Oh, my gosh. Uh, we embrace diversity so we can blow up people from other countries. It's diverse. Uh -huh. yeah. The people that we kill are diverse. diverse. Yes, of course. Pink. We love pink teddy bears. We strap them onto the missile before we send it at your country. Absolutely. I'm sad that all those people lost their jobs. And I wish the person hiring would be some cool organization that would give them. But no, unfortunately, it's the NSA. And we're all going to be watched for. You do you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> 
apparently, so why he said pink teddy bears, uh, it is because Cozy Bear, Cozy Bear is a hacking group connected to Russian's Foreign Intelligence Service oh, that the Biden admi- yes hmm. that the Biden admi- administration said was responsible for the Solar Winds hack be- uh, breaching federal agencies. Uh, that was in 2020. Mm. So it was a little tongue in cheek. Russian hackers are in the market for tech workers too. Uh, one sanctioned cybersecurity firm's annual hacker conference in Russia, which do any of them even pay for rooms? Because then can they be like, I've got a month free? Be like, it says here you do. Look <laughs> at that. Look at yeah. that. So one sanctioned cybersecurity firm's annual hacker conference, which again, just the the amount of Little Smokies. What do they eat? Mm. <laughs> You're so bad. Little Smokies? <laughs> yes. In Russia, it grew by 500 attendees Ooh. in 2011 to 8,700 attendees Ooh. in 2022. That's a lot of growth. There is also an event that's called the Positive Hack Days event. Hmm. It appears to uh, be one of the several gathering facilities uh, that the Russians recruit from according to the Brookings Institute. So this is not a cold war in the sense of nuclear mm-hmm. arms, mm-hmm. but it's certainly an intelligence cold war. Yes. Oh, yeah. And it's certainly a, a, an attempt, much as we saw with World War II, to get the people that are the smartest at the jobs mm-hmm. in order to win a war. Because without cybersecurity, the future war that it will be World War III, at some point, knock on wood, it doesn't happen. But cybersecurity is going to be paramount. Oh, big time. Yeah, absolutely. So that's how you control all the weapons and all the satellites and everything. We're officially looking for our new Einstein. Mm. Well, you know, if I if I was a Russian citizen and I was about to be conscripted to war, mm-hmm. I would probably go to the cyber war part. I'd be like, I'd rather just sit behind a computer yeah. than, you know, go behind a tank. Oh, for I'm just sure. saying. So, uh, you know, I We've understand. all got our skills. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So that's just a fascinating turn of events, especially now as we see with what's going on with the weather balloons. It reminds me of Henry Zabrowski's speech spiel presentation mm. he used to do in our live show talking about UFOs, weather balloons, mm. oh, different right. uh, agencies coming. Great they, they ping our, um, our military equipment. And from there, right. they're able to sort of figure out what do they have? They reverse engineer it and then they they get our goods. Mm. Uh, that's when that's what's been going on now with these two weather balloons, both seen in Canada and here in the United You're States. You're referencing the Chinese weather balloons yes. that are what, it's over Montana at this point and one's over yes. Canada. One's over Canada. What's the latest update on the Chinese weather balloons? I, I don't know. Are they, I don't I mean, how do, they're huge. Yeah. OK, they're absolutely huge, which is crazy. They're the size balloons. of multiple school buses. <laughs> also going back really quickly to the NSA, um, Army General Paul Nakasani, Nakasani, uh, he's the director of the uh, NSA. Uh, he wants to have more ability to surveil. He wants to renew uh, surveillance powers. He wants Congress to renew their surveillance mm. powers. So they're hiring more people and they're getting more power. Yes. Yes. Maybe that that prediction could be true. You know? Also, we have Antony Blinken right now. Uh, he is in China. Now, he has suspended his trip to Beijing because Uh-oh. of the aforementioned balloons right. that have been spotted here in the United States. So let's discuss a little bit about what that means and what the hell is going on. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and 
starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. So China acknowledged Friday that a high-altitude balloon spotted this week over Montana does in fact belong to Beijing, okay. uh, but referred to the airship as a civilian device used for, quote, used for scientific research, such as meteorology. So this oh. is all about the weather. <laughs> it's a, a weather, weather balloon. balloon. Don't worry. It's okay. a weather balloon. All right. Why, see, go on. Why can't they look at the weather over there in China, Ben? Because they want to know what the weather like is in Montana yeah. in January yes. uh, or February, rather. But let me just break your bubble. It's fucking cold. Oh, <laughs> really? okay. Interesting. The answer is fucking cold. Okay. That's the official. And then in <laughs> April, it's going to be cold. And then in July, it's going to be Kind of cold, less cold, less cold. And then maybe it'll be sort of warm in August and then right back, back to, to fucking cold. cold. <laughs> there you go. This weather update brought to you by the weather balloon. <laughs> <laughs> A senior defense official told CBS News that the Defense Department was confident that it was, in fact, a Chinese surveillance balloon. So you would think much like the U.S. has done before you shoot down the fucker, right? Mm -hmm. No, they didn't do that. Uh, which is very bizarre to me. It's I feel like bizarre. this is on Mon this is on U.S. land. It's a weather balloon, um, or it's a um, a balloon trying to figure out our technology. I would assume Montana. I don't know this for sure, but given the vast landscape of Montana, I would assume we have some nukes there, right? Yeah. What else is for it there sure. for? What yeah, else is this? I know they're in South Dakota, North Dakota. Mm -hmm. You know, they're in places that are uninhabitable mm. for human beings for the most part. And also strategically, Montana would be a fantastic place to have a couple of freaking nukes, right? Mm. So the payload of the balloon uh, that is part uh, under the balloon conducting the surveillance is the size of two or three school buses and the balloon itself is much larger. This is like Giant. massive. This is wow. massive. That's a big balloon. How much? I can get a little temperature thing for you. Right. If you want to <laughs> know what the weather is. Uh-huh. So this is no joke. According to a statement by the Chinese foreign minister, the airship was affected by the westerly winds and its ability to control its direction is limited. Oh. The statement also says that the balloon quote, seriously deviated from the scheduled route. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> oops. It's like Dumb and Dumber. John Denver was full of shit. They took a wrong turn and didn't end up in Colorado. So the one in Canada is also just lost? Just lost. Oh, interesting. Possible. Oh, my God. And that's the next Pixar movie, Weather Balloon. Oh, my God. <laughs> there, there's an old man attached to that balloon. Oh, my. It's lost. <laughs> and it misses its Weather Balloon family. And that's the saddest part of all of this. Wow. So they're saying they admit it, but they're also just saying it's an accident, which is not true. Oof. It expressed regret. That's the Chinese government, the foreign ministry in this case. They say the airship strayed into the United States due to force majeure. Force Ooh. majeure. Force huh? majeure. Hmm, which force I think majeure. is also how Roger Stone has sex. <laughs> so by Friday morning, the balloon was no longer over Montana but had moved over the Midwest 
and is mm. now over the middle of the country. Ooh. So we just have a flying Chinese balloon <laughs> okay. going all across the country. Yeah. And we're just like, whoa, wow. I hope it lets me know what Sunday's going to be like because we got a football <laughs> yeah, game to watch. Yeah. It's going to be cold. <laughs> How is this allowed? Take I've, it down. I'm shocked. I've, Shoot I've, the yeah. goddamn balloon I've, down. I've, in, especially in the last 10 years, the Chinese and the American governments have been doing a lot of We've gone from space race to space wars mm-hmm. yes. very quick. Yes. A lot of satellites and stuff getting shot down. So the fact that one made it this far over our country is honestly quite shocking. This would usually, for me, be something that the U.S. military would like shoot down right away, like as soon as it crosses over California or Oregon, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And then, of course, from the UFO perspective, which I was talking with yes. Henry about, yes. you know, this is yeah. this is one of those things where... It's all mixing together mm-hmm. oh and it's all coming God. to fruition. The original reports were that a glowing orb had grounded flights. So how right. scary, you right, know, right, that's right. so scary. And then now they're saying, don't shoot at it. It's way too high up. The, so, well, the balloon is flying <laughs> at an altitude of 66,000 feet. So our bullets will not reach it, boys. <laughs> yes, it can be maneuvered, but it's also a, but it's also subject so to it's the in jet stream. Space. Yeah, it's in space right now. Yes. Mm-hmm. Later in the day, the National Weather Service in Kansas tweeted that it had received, quote, several reports across northwest Montana of a large balloon visible on the horizon. We have confirmed that it is not a NWS weather balloon, of course, National mm. Weather Service right, right, right. weather balloon. The blue the balloon is expected to be over the US for the next few days. Okay? According to Pentagon spokesman Brig General Patrick Ryder, hmm. why are you letting it just be here? It's a, it's on its way to the Macy's Day parade. <laughs> Macy's the parade. I just feel like all the military is just like, yeah, we're just going to let it go, come and go. It's yeah. like, you can't, we, what? It, I mean, isn't this the one thing that you're supposed to not allow happening in our skies is a massive balloon that's spying on us from China? I mean, who cares? You have TikTok already, but. Right, right. right. <gasps> oh, oh my God. God. It's a TikTok balloon. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. There's this a bomb. whole thing's a Pizza Hut commercial. There's a bomb attached to the <laughs> balloon, and you know that because it's going TikTok. <laughs> Folks. He says it's a passive tracer and it's not being controlled. Who cares? Uh, so Ryder declined to describe the specific dimensions of the balloon. He said, quote, other than that, to say that it's big enough that, again, in reviewing our approach, we do recognize that any potential debris field would be significant oh. and potentially cause civilian injuries or deaths oh. or significant property damage. So basically, the Chinese are like, if we make it so damn big, right, if they blow it up, people will get hurt. Then they won't. Wow. Right. But I also don't believe that for one second. So we're just kind of letting second. it keep drifting for a few more days until it's over the entire continental United States. So until it gets all the data it needs to get about our weather patterns, which I'm pretty sure we know. They can do it with satellites. Yeah. Yeah. I think we got our weather thing pretty well down. They could just call us. Just call us. We'll give you the weather. Here's the forecast. Apparently, the run the, the balloon is not going to run out of fuel since it has solar panels. So there Ooh. you go. Good clean energy terrorism. Well, at least clean energy is making a comeback. <laughs> That's Finally. great. Good clean energy spine, foreign spine on U.S. soil. According to Secretary of State Antony Blinken, he was expected to travel to China. He says, I'm not going. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so mad about the balloon. They're, they're going to be really sad to know that he's not going to be there because, they, you know, when Blinken comes to town. Uh, Blinken loves balloons. Absolutely. Right after leading the fucking reindeers, uh, Santa Claus is in tow. (laughs) The Pentagon is still considering, quote, ways to dispose of it. 
but have grave concerns about the damage it would cause if it fell to Earth. Right. Yeah. It's huge. That's what the general this thing is, is saying. really, really big. But then wow. I mean, if you it's in Montana. It. No, no, but no, <laughs> no, now, no, it's, now the, it's in the Midwest. But yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I know the Midwest. Mm-hmm. Iowa. We're gonna lose a gas the station. Odds, <laughs> the odds that you're <laughs> gonna hit on Chuck Grassley's head. Oh my God! The Chinese have assassinated our oldest senator. Oh, finally. <laughs> The U.S. engaged with Chinese officials urgently as President Biden was briefed on the situation. A Chinese official was summoned to the U.S. State Department for a formal U.S. complaint. Mm. So that poor whipping boy, oh, he's boy. just like, all right, yell at me. All right, yeah, you <laughs> yell at me. I'll, I'll make sure Xi Jinping knows. Yeah. Feel free to, I'm his cuck. Mm. Uh, My official job is the regime's cock and cock. Uh-huh. yeah, just yell at me. Don't worry. It what bothers me about this story though is it kind of like that? You remember about a few years ago when the Chinese rocket they lost control of it and it was tumbling through and it was going to land somewhere and they didn't know where. It's that same thing. Like you got to be more responsible but with this what thing you're doing. It's not. It, this is fully active. Yeah. This is fully functioning. This is what it's supposed to do. Yeah, this is it. They also know the jet stream. Yeah. So you can't just be like, they got a jet stream. Caught up in the jet stream. Got caught up in a jet stream. Wow. The spokesperson said China would, quote, continue to maintain communication with the U.S. to properly handle the unexpected situation. Wow. We need to get Kevin Costner from that show Yellowstone on the case. What's interesting (laughs) is these people, absolutely. What's interesting is these people who tend to be hyper hawkish. Yes. Are being like, well, it's just a balloon. It's a balloon. Oh, you guys are that, overreacting oh, see, about the giant balloon and that, in the that's sky. That's when you know it's something nefarious. Exactly. For sure. exactly. When Joel, John Bolton's out there, be like, I know a thing or two about coups, but balloons. Mm, let's just see what happens. Balloons to Taz, <laughs> according to Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff General Mark Milley, he recommended, quote, not taking kinetic action to bring down the balloon, and all they're saying is because of the danger. Of potential debris. Very interesting. Which seems like a scapegoat argument to me. Pentagon spokesman Brigadier General Patrick Ryder again says the balloon is currently traveling at an altitude well above commercial air traffic and does not present a military or physical threat to the people on the ground as long as it's up there, I guess. Hmm. Um, it's also not moving very fast. It's almost like it's collecting data. So. <laughs> oh, okay. You're going to want to take your time. Also in Canada, according to the Canadian uh, Department of National Defense, they said in a statement late Thursday that the balloon had been detected and that Canada was taking steps to ensure the security of its airspace, including the monitoring of a, of a potential second incident. Ah, second balloon, multiple balloons. But didn't elaborate on what that incident could be. According to the North American Aerospace Defense Command, they were actively tracking the first balloon. That's what the Canadian DND said. Mm. So it's Canada. It's the United States. If the Canadians shoot this down before we do, I'm going to be real freaking pissed. That's our job. <laughs> yeah, I guess we actually you... need to get some rednecks out there. We need to combine. That's what I'm saying get all... Kevin Costner. He's in Montana shooting the next. Sexy season of yellow. We need to get rednecks and all gang members. MS-13 MS and redneck join forces. Y'all got your guns. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Shoot the balloon. Yeah. Shoot the balloon down. Who is the guy that in uh, um, Independence Day? The mm. one that goes Randy into Quaid. Randy Quaid. We didn't got to oh, get Randy boys. Quaid in there. We could get Randy Quaid to go up there. Yeah. Honestly, at this point, <laughs> he's looking for work. I guess <laughs> to be safe, don't join a, a Wi-Fi network. You don't recognize, guys. Balloon Wi-Fi. Yeah, hold on. Let me check my Wi-Fi. Oh, my God. It says Chinese balloon Wi-Fi. <laughs> and, of course, that. the uh, the political elites, as they are, Kevin McCarthy, House Speaker, 
He says China's brazen disregard for U.S. sovereignty is a destabilizing action that must be addressed, and President Biden cannot be silent. I'm requesting a gang of eight briefing. So, wow, they're going to go so far as having a briefing, (laughs) which is just a circle jerk, and I don't want to be a cookie, if you know what I mean. And the gang of eight, that's what the the top power brokers there. Those are your military guys. Those are your hawks. Those are the people. I wonder what's the scarier gang, MS-13 or gang of eight? Yes, indeed. Can you be a gang of only eight? Mm, I guess so. It's yeah. a gaggle. More of a gaggle. It's a gaggle. Mm-hmm. According to Montana Governor Greg Gianaforte, they said on Thursday, he said, number one, it doesn't look like a ravioli. I don't even know if he's <laughs> Italian. Um, he said Thursday in a statement that he, quote, had received an informational briefing. Wednesday, he said, on the situation involving a suspected Chinese spy balloon flying over Montana, He says, I'm deeply troubled by the constant stream of alarming developments for our national security, which makes sense. And if I'm the governor, if it's over your state, can't you just like be like, oh, now go go shoot at that now. Yeah. Have John Tester take the tractor out and shoot it down, Johnny. Shoot it down. John Tester, the senator there Mm -hmm. who uh, always has stains on his shirt because he's never man. Also missing fingers. He could work in HR. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. How do you guys not see this as an act of like war? Yeah. It's definitely the it's the so the NSA is hiring a bunch right. of new people. Well, we got the Chinese over here with a surveillance balloon, and we're just supposed to sit here like, well, and now on TikTok, we're just supposed to sit here on TikTok. Just going to keep posting on TikTok. And anyway, Travis, you were saying I forget what I was going to Fantastic. say. Fantastic, <laughs> Fantastic. We'll, we'll we'll have the weather balloon read it back. Thank you. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. I think they're sucking up my thoughts. <laughs> Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. All right. Well, let's move on a little bit to the other tangible, um, perhaps pre-war Things happening. Mm. Germany is going to send 88 leopard leopard one tanks to Ukraine. That's right. We got a war happening right now. It's nuts. Oh, so this is according to a government spokesperson, Stefan Hepperstreet. <laughs> they said at a press briefing, I can confirm that an export license has been issued. Mm. So they're going to be getting 88 older leopards to Kiev. No, not the animal. They're much more dangerous than that. <laughs> Once they are repaired, a total cost will be $100 million. Uh, the move further signals a reversal of Berlin's policy on tanks for Ukraine. Nine days after the chancellery announced it would send one company of leopard two tanks to Kiev as part of a European coalition. The German government is also considering buying back 15 Gepard tanks. It sold to Qatar, mm. but might also face some issues there since the ammunition for these are made in Switzerland, mm. which is so far 
which has so far refused to approve re-exports to Ukraine Ooh. on the grounds that would breach, it would breach its uh, neutrality. Yes. Yeah. Switzerland's and, uh, so super Switz neutral. Maybe Switzerland, you can't be neutral when you make the bullets. And be one of the most racist countries in the world too, but whatever. Mm. They're just blunt. <laughs> Switzerland, very expensive, by the way. Holy shit, it's an expensive country. Yeah. But how can you be like, we're just neutral here. We're just providing all of the bullets. Yeah. Isn't that you're not neutral if you give everybody. Is, is that isn't the definition of neutrality? We'd be like, we don't create the bullets. I mean, we don't, or they're feeding both sides. That maybe they're, they're arms dealers. They're bullet arms dealers. And I mean, Switzerland also has a history of having a lot of the banking. Big countries exactly. do a lot of their banking. They're very unneutral when it comes to, oh, you're from this. OK, Saudi Arabia, China. Russia. I mean, everyone banks in Switzerland. They also make great little knives and they make fun chocolate and cheese. They do. <laughs> and that is a good thing. Yeah. After weeks of intense pressure, Germany announced last week it would approve the delivery of 80 Leopard tanks, uh, 80 Leopard 2 tanks to Ukraine, including about 14 of its own tanks as part of a coalition. Again, as we mentioned, uh, Kiev has also been pressing its allies to send tanks for months, saying it needs hundreds to face a potential Russian counteroffensive right. in the spring. And the weird thing about war is they literally do schedule it. Around weather. Around around weather. It's but almost like, like they got the, balloons up there. <laughs> when we were, uh, and still are, but when we were really going all in on Iraq and Afghanistan, they'd be like, well, around July, we take about a month, a yes, month right. and a half off. Yes. Just kinda, it's kind of hot. Like the sandstorms mm -hmm. and everything. They really it do, though. And then you deal. go and you re-up your ammo and you literally take a break. Mm -hmm. And then you could be like, no, we're not going to kill you today. See you tomorrow. Right. It's like a fucking cartoon. Right. Well, war it's, has always been like that. It's like, insane. We're taking Christmas off. We're taking Christmas off, guys. But we'll see you tomorrow, Boxing Day. <laughs> so why else does this matter? So Vladimir Putin, Putin, he has a red line. <laughs> and he says, if you do anything in Moscow, that's it. Then all... That's his red you know, line. That's his red line. Hmm. So according to Vladimir Putin's Moscow hub, it is currently bound to happen that it is going to be attacked. This is the uh, Russia's former deputy foreign minister, Andrei Fedorov. He has outlined what he believes to be an inevitable threat that will cross Putin's red line. Uh -huh. Speaking candidly on Russian state TV, Putin's former advisor said that that would escalate to full world war. Wow. He says it's a strike on the command centers in Moscow, a strike, not an attempt. The strike that's bound to happen it's going to be a red line. Yikes. At later, uh, and then he, later he said, uh, Ukraine might start retaliating directly onto Russia by bombing Russian cities. Uh, since the since the invasion began almost one year ago, Ukraine has been fighting in mainly defensive positions yes. yeah. and mm. uh, potentially now with the military yes. goods being sent from Germany, the United States, right. all over the world. Yeah, um, They may become a little bit more offensive. And once you strike Moscow, evidently, that's the red line, and then all bets are off. Ooh, so it is boy. very possible we see a true, not that what's happening in Ukraine is not a true war. It is. It's also a little bit of a proxy war. It's an invasion. Some degree. Yes. It's an invasion. Mm -hmm. But it's possible this thing gets way out of freaking hand yeah. real, real fast. Well, and, the, you know, there is something to be said for the... Department of Defense budget to keep getting ratcheted up, mm -hmm. right? I mean, eight hundred fifty right. billion under Biden. Even after we ended the war in Afghanistan, quote unquote, Ukraine conveniently 
is right there to absorb all of that money, mili- military yeah, money, goods military and money budget. Yeah. And you make a solid point because even Biden was like, ah, we don't need that much. And then the powers that be were like, yeah, listen, man, yeah, we're going to actually, we'll, we'll, you don't know we'll what's going on, Joe. Yeah, yeah. But uh, we're planning something big. Yeah, it's just like, because I remember Congress even gave him more than the Biden administration That's requested. They gave him $40 billion and more. And so it's like, why? And also Biden, I remember Biden was very trying to not make a boots on the ground war happen. But now the United States, just like Germany, is also giving tanks. Hear me tank- out. Hear me out, Corn Pop. Uh, our soldiers are actually wearing Crocs. There's no boots. They're, wear- they're wearing flip flops. like Flip flops like war. John- like John Kerry. See, now he turned into George W. Bush. Nice. Someone told me my Biden my Biden sounds like Bush. Well, they all sound the same because they're, well, <laughs> they're all Bush crazy. Bush wasn't that old back then. Presidents, yeah, absolutely. Crazy, but not that old. It's, yeah. this, the German tank thing scares me because it's kind of <sighs> what that, that prediction. A German tank attacking Russia. Russia retaliates. Right. Exactly what oh, the Alexa man. computer predicted. Well, and then, then if you have a U.S. tank in there as well, because yeah. those are being made in Lima, Ohio. And then ironically, our new senator, J.D. Vance, just went on Steve Bannon's show yeah. and spoke out against the Ukraine. Well, he doesn't want to spend the money in Ukraine, which is very different from the Republican senator who was literally in the seat right before him, Rob Portman. Yes, and of course, I don't trust anything J.D. Vance says. Or Steve Bannon. Or Steve Bannon. They are both grifters and hucksters. And J.D. Vance did officially throw his support behind uh, Donald Trump. Now, you could say what would happen in a world where Trump was still the president. We just simply don't know. Um, would it be would it lead to an escalation of war or he, would he have said Ukraine just give in and become part of Russia? But then Russia's not going to stop if they do get Ukraine. They, no, they, they want the Soviet there. Union back. And that's a perfect thing going into 2024 to have a war going for Russia. I mean, Russia would like that. Donald Trump can go out there and run as the peace candidate. Mm. Which is exactly what you said earlier, Roger Stone. I got an email because I'm still on his email list somehow. Yeah. Can't seem to get off of that. Cool guy. Yeah, real neat. But he actually <laughs> had an email saying that Trump would be the peace candidate in 2024. But you can't be a, a peace can- Appeasement you, and peace are not the same thing. But you mm. can't be a peace candidate unless there's a war happening. True, true. <gasps> so here true, we true. go. And Russia. right now it's not a home war. Right now it's over there. It's over but there. But it comes home. Mm-hmm. Well, to be honest, with this Chinese balloon, it kind of is. Yeah, you know, it's it's already around. here. It's don't hovering you, above. I mean, if you're a hunter, don't you send out your you, you send out your sniffer Scouts. dogs first, your, your scout dogs, and then mm. from there you find out what you want, where they are at, and That's you right. go shoot them in the freaking head. That's right. In then China, you have sweet venison for all winter. It's weird because right now, what a year ago, what was happening right before Ukraine got invaded. Right was the uh, Olympics that were taking place in China, mm-hmm. and Vladimir Putin was right With there. GDP, yep. yep, they were right there, pretty buddy buddy. And of course, China was very silent um, on the invasion of Ukraine. Well, you make a another fantastic, uh, compa- uh, I guess, sort of just a thought that you had. <laughs> Ukraine thoughts. has threatened to boycott the Paris Olympics in 2024 because what they want to do, the International Olympic Committee. Uh, first of all, they have chastised the Baltic states for threatening to boycott because they want to get Russia back integrated into the Olympics. So right now, obviously, for anyone who watches the Olympics, I forget what they're called. There's something that the douchebags from around the Russia that I can see Sarah Palin's house from my from my yard. Yeah. Something like that. Okay. They, they, they call themselves not Russia. They, they call themselves something oh, else. Oh, the Some, IO. Uh, no, the um, yes, they were um, Russian athletes. There Association. you go. Really, really nailed it. <laughs> so Ukraine is like, if you bring the Russians back, we're not going. Right. So we'll see. 
a wartime Olympics Ooh, in Paris, in no Europe, yeah. in Paris, yeah. a European war. Do you all watch the video of uh, Adolf Hitler fucking tweaking? Oh, no. no. Dude, this is going to be every world leader tweaking in the stands. He was literally so high on like meth or whatever. Yeah, he they, was they literally made it. Oh, yeah. the, at the 1936 yes. Olympics in Berlin. But this is interesting. We have the Olympics, the international stage, all the world leaders are going to be together. By 2024, it's possible that we have bloodshed right. on you know oh German God. soil, which is NATO, obviously, yes. which then brings in NATO, which then every conspiracy theorist is going to have an ejaculation <laughs> event. Oh, oh, that frog is so gay. I mean, yes, NATO- the NATO military, by the way, is not as strong as people think. They wear their little white helmet. The U.S. military, the Chinese military is still stronger than the NATO military. Oh, okay. I think, though, if they go against NATO, NATO was made to stop Russia, right? NATO was yes. made to, that's what the Soviet North had, ruined the yeah, Union. Yeah, the exactly. Yes. I think if Russia were to go to get NATO against NATO, aren't they severely outnumbered by like 100 to 1? Yeah, they, but then they would have their own allies as well, right? China. They would have like China and they would have Russia. I'm, I'm sorry. They would have Iran. They would have other arms dealers throughout the country and throughout the world. Mm-hmm. So I think that they would have some allies in the war. Yeah. Yes. And I, think I so. remember sending you guys an article about uh, Russia's. Um, Putin was sending a lot of security forces down to Africa and building a lot of alliances with African countries because those countries have obviously uh, felt the brunt of colonialism of the European powers over and over. And he's filling the power vacuum that Gaddafi had. And again, Gaddafi, Libya was the only economically sustainable country in Africa. I know. And And then Hillary had to go shove a knife up his fucking asshole. I wonder. It was literally her. <laughs> I mean, it was her policy that did it. Yes, absolutely. It was, it was horrendous. I mean, the guy's a total scumbag, but we don't take people out because they're scumbags. Otherwise, we take every one of these motherfuckers right, out. Right, right, right. He was a stabilizing force and he wanted to get off the dollar. But now, yeah, Putin. He wanted to unite the African countries and to make an Putin's African union. And yeah. now Putin's trying to do that. And yeah. things, yeah, this is stuff I've been talking about for like a year now. The gold standard, China and Russia want to move away from the dollar. Oh, sure. They unite. All of it, literally, all of it's playing into this and war don't even, prediction. Yeah. Don't even get me started on global currency. Fucks. Because then, of course, you do have the global currency conversation. Yes. Mm-hmm. And OPEC has been wanting to get off the dollar as well for a while. They want to sell their oil in euros because it's worth a little bit more. It is, and it has been for a while. Mm -hmm. So 2024 in Paris, we have the, uh, that's going to be a very politicized Olympics no matter what. Yeah. And again, Ukraine has said, if the Russians are there, we ain't going to go because uh, they have some issues with them, believe Mm -hmm. it or not. Hmm. So that's just another fascinating, I almost want to, it's a side note, but that is really important, specifically when it comes to the theater of war. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and as we saw when China uh, hosted the Olympics, those the, opening games were like, they're very good. Yeah, the opening ceremony, the, the winter, there was the Winter Olympics yes. of 2022, and it was just full display, and it was literally weeks before mm-hmm. Vladimir Putin went from that stage to invading Ukraine. And also now the Germans, they were on the teat of the uh, of gas. of mm-hmm. uh, Yes, Russian gas. Of Russian gas. And uh, now they're getting off of that. They're waning off of that. So it's the relationship is not mm-hmm. going to be economically tied. Yes. That's the first thing you do. Right. Yep. And then who cares? Right. Who cares if we go to war? We have, they're not giving us anything. We're not getting anything from them. Interesting. Might as well yeah. go crush them. Yeah. All natural gas is what they get mm-hmm. from Russia because they're full of it. Hi. <laughs> all right. Well, let's come back domestic. There's a war on the border. It's not, but whatever. We just need to have a, a commonplace policy. So. Uh, There is a Texas Republican. He's on a Texas border district. His name is Tony Gonzalez. He actually disagrees with the most recent bill uh, that is being put forth by the Republicans. The bill is H.R. 29. 
I just wanted to read a little bit of this bill. It's uh, created by Chip Roy. Chips Ahoy? Chips Ahoy. <laughs> Mr. Biggs. Oh, uh, Andy Biggs. He's not going to give you a record contract. He will help you <laughs> invade the government during a uh, transition of power, however. Cool. It's a list uh, of total douchebags. Crenshaw is still on here, as a matter of fact. Gates. Wow. Um, hmm. Grotham. There's just some real D-bags on here. So this is what the bill says. Let's just go to Section 2 real quick because I love the language. Hmm. It, section 2 says... We're going to have the suspension of entry of aliens. Oh, don't let them in. Unless they're in a weather balloon. Oh. That's how you do it. Yeah, Get yourself in. in a weather balloon and be mm-hmm. like, the wind patterns took us here. <laughs> it took us here. There's nothing we can do. <laughs> and then you can end up in beautiful Montana. But one of the things that this law does, which is why uh, this Republican, again, Tony Gonzalez, is against it, is that it really fucks with kids mm-hmm. and in many ways opens up more roads, ironically, for human traffickers. Right. Fernando, can you tell us a little bit about that? So basically, the the there's a lot of people concerned that H.R. 29 would roll back significantly anti-trafficking laws that are established to protect children. Right. right. So basically, right now, if an unaccompanied minor shows up at the border, we process them. Right. We may end up, they may end up in a cage in El Paso, Texas, Not but at least they're Safe. Uh, they're on technically on this side and they're sure. going through a process. They're go, we're going to find a family, things like that. With this H.R. 29, it would roll back those protections. So even unaccompanied minors would be rejected at the border. So you just literally, <sighs> sorry, you can't come in. And then they just got to like go away. Yeah, so there's a 12 year old who got put on a train in Guatemala. And now they're at the border in Juarez, which is the what Texas and Mexico Chihuahua border. They're there with they're a 12 year old with no parents, oh, no man. protection. What do you think is going to happen? To why them? is why is Yikes. Bill Gates hovering around? Oh, <laughs> wait a minute, <laughs> and Matt that's, that's such a uh, well, whatever. It's a it's a joke about pedophilia. Yeah, yeah. Um, so interestingly enough, or sadly, I suppose not interesting, when it comes to the human trafficking, believe it or not, they don't wear seatbelts, much like you, Mister Irvine. <laughs> hey, it's the one libertarian part of my brain I can't turn off, and they don't care about the people. So there were 53 migrants that were found dead in a tractor trailer in nearby San Antonio yeah. due to a re- due to a reckless smuggling at- a- attempt. I mean, this is San Antonio, Texas, 53 human beings. Yeah. What a horrible way to die. Yeah. And it's just it's happening right in front of our eyes. Mm-hmm. And everyone's just that's not that's normal. They're aliens. I heard they were aliens. Mm, yep. They're yeah. children. Ugh. Gonzalez is a uh, he says. He's not a very popular guy in the Republican Party right now. He just wants to see something that would get tangible results. And obviously, again, Hmm. this simply doesn't do that. Before the smuggled uh, migrant deaths came, the elementary school shooting in Uvalda, uh, which also hit as another part of his district, dealt with a refugee crisis of 12,000 Haitians Hmm. fleeing political turmoil back home. So he's a 42-year-old dude. He's a conservative. um, And he is crusading against the draconian immigration bill from fellow Texas GOP rep Chip Roy. Chip Ahoy? Chip Roy, okay. yes. While also warning his party against big spending cuts that could hurt military bases like those in his district. So hmm. he is fighting a battle that is going to be extremely difficult to win. And this just shows you, again, this is a conservative man. This is a Republican man. And there's something else to it when it comes to their policies. They don't really give a shit. And you can't just, you know, right. you can't just say everyone's out. It's not happening that way. And I guess they don't really care that a bunch of migrants just like die all the time. Right. 
not even migrants, refugees. Yeah. And that's yeah. the, yeah, again, yeah, yeah. this is a violation of like the Geneva Convention. There's there's so many issues that stand here. And then on top of that, you're going to add provisions that reject children. Yeah. Well, and again, yeah. it just shows the Republicans aren't actually very concerned with governing it or even taking their anti-wokeism, their culture wars to immigration. And these things have real impacts if you make the policy incorrect. You yep. know, it has real world life and death situations. Mm-hmm. But that's, you know, again, what the Republicans have been doing all week. I mean, they I'll tell you one thing. If we do have another war, I bet you we're going to open those borders up and put some uniforms on these guys pretty fucking quick. <laughs> we pro- um, that's that's a real thing. You we promise illegal immigrants as Americans, as the American military, mm-hmm. they promise them green cards for mm-hmm. serving in the military. And then a lot of them don't even get that. It's called indentured servitude. Jeez, oh, Gonzalez fears this is going to effectively ban asylum claims outright. This is according to Chip Roy or Chips Ahoy. Fantastic. He says, the bill is the bill, and it ain't rocket science. Three pages. You either support enforcing laws and ensuring that the American people are protected and migrants are protected, and that, in fact, asylum is preserved, which the bill does, or you don't. But, of course, the bill doesn't do that, and this is rocket science. It's actually quite difficult. And the idea is like, no, I did it. Build a wall. Say no. Build a wall. Say no. It's like, why don't your kids talk to you? <laughs> right. That's just the way the cookie crumbles for Representative Chips Ahoy. So the immigration... <laughs> I hate you. Good I actually hate you. <laughs> um, so anyway, the immigration crisis continues. We need to open a window. Uh, all we do is close doors, close windows, and there's no process. And that's why it continues. And everyone's like, why are they all Ooh, there? Because right. there's, no, uh, there's no process to even... Uh, delineate mm-hmm. refugee migrant yes. and if someone's a terrorist trust me they get through also right, the exactly. fentanyl how is it getting through oh my god mm-hmm. yeah, they exactly. catch nothing right 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 this it's the tsa of uh of american politic and uh, immigration policy yeah it's yeah. a money program jobs program absolutely That's it. yeah all right well just lastly speaking of monies and jobs uh, Donald Trump, he missed an entire day of a golf club senior championship tournament, but claimed victory anyway. Uh, <laughs> he was at Diamond's, Diamond's funeral, so he actually had a good excuse. And then uh, he made a total. Then he then he went to the second day of the celebrity golf tournament. And then he said he had a good game last week. So he put that score in for his first day because he was at Diamond's. So he started thing. the second day with five points yes. extra. <laughs> and then he won. I this These are the wow. things that make me like him as a person right. and hate him as a president. Right, right. Because I think that's fucking hilarious. He, he called. He's, the, yeah. But Rodney Dangerfield, he wanted to be like he wanted to be like a teacher. Like Rodney Dangerfield in all of his movies where he acted like a total piece of shit, but you're like, you gotta love him. Right. right. He never wanted to be president. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, it's like uh, Trump almost just seems to want to find more numbers, even though those numbers <laughs> don't exist. It's like, can you find me 8,000 more points for this golf tournament? God, I'm I wish I could you. just. You're a judge. Find the points. Put him right back in the little joke box that he was in. <laughs> and then none of it had to be serious. I'm yeah. sure Alex Jones agrees with me because he uh, ruined his career as well. Uh, I mean, he ruined his own, but yeah. that's a whole nother story. Absolutely. Oh, there's a, there's a lesson with the with the Alex Jones uh, story, without a doubt. <laughs> mm-hmm. An Valuable. interesting lesson. Mm-hmm. It's sad because we were talking about this, you know, with David Icke and these guys. They were talking about some tangible things. Mm-hmm. War. Right. Uh, you know, powers that be, economic the police class. Police state watching the you, the state. NSA. 
And you almost wonder, this is why Travis said they might be psyops themselves, because then they're like, talk about reptilians too, to offset any yeah, rational yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, Everything yeah, yeah. you just said, make it go to Lizard shit. Blood. Can you squeeze in some anti-Semitism in now? Uh, yeah, <laughs> Thank yeah, you very much. In there and you're done. You're canceled. And you are done. All right, everyone. We are also done for this week. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, yep, you can reach out. We got our little. So I'm just on. Uh, you can see me on Instagram. You can put a little comment in there. I post my little pictures there. And uh, yeah. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Hail yourselves. We'll talk to you soon. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support so you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.